Welcome to the 1000 Hours Outside podcast. My name is Ginny Urich. I am the founder of 1000 Hours Outside and here today with a new friend, Ryan Collins, the president and CEO of Bethel Tech. Welcome. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. This is exciting. This is the second time we've spoke, but met your company or sort of met your company back in June at the HEAV conference in Virginia, in Richmond. And my experience was that I really wanted to go to one of your sessions. It was one of the ones that really piqued my interest. It was about the job market of tomorrow. And I think that our sessions overlapped, which happens often. And so I wasn't able to get in there, but I had a friend who brought it up organically, a friend, Melissa, she had attended your session with one of Anne's sons and was just raving about it after the conference was over. And so really my interest was already peaked. And so I was able to look into what you guys are doing and just so thrilled to be able to connect in this way. So Ryan, can you tell us a little bit about you and your family and, and what you have going on? Yeah, yeah, no, and that Virginia conference was so fun. You know, I actually mm-hmm. co-presented with a NASA engineer who was homeschooled and he is the son of the president of the Virginia Homeschool Association. So we actually came in and kind of, I, I always like to plan for those types of things. And we just thought, you know what, what if we invited people in on a like a back of the napkin type conversation between us and like how we could innovate and create and uh, it was super fun. So we didn't have like, we just, we had a kind of a broad scope and, uh, and there were some incredible questions. And, and so, yeah, we're really excited. I, uh, you know, we, I've been married for 17 years. Uh, we have three daughters, 14, 12, and five. We've homeschooled um, throughout their entire um, education. And it's been such a, it's been wonderful for us. And they've been able to experience things. You know, I travel, we get to travel together and it's been so incredible. I've been in online higher ed for over 15 years. My background is actually in journalism, Jenny. So uh, I was a sports journalist for a while. And it's so funny how uh, now I'm running a tech school. Uh, So, um, yeah, so, you know, (laughs) anything can happen. But uh, 15 years and just actually uh, partnering with companies to build and support their talent development and initiatives and acquisition initiatives and um, aligning college degree programs with those initiatives. And what I've found over the last five years, and and Bethel Tech uh, is five years old, um, and uh, we are the first and only Christian coding school in the world, completely online, nine months long. Uh, You learn software development, data science, uh, cybersecurity, UI, UX design. Those are our our four main disciplines. And uh, But what I found in meeting with C-level executives at companies like IBM or Bank of America or Liberty Mutual is that they were falling over themselves to find qualified tech talent. There was only one qualified candidate for their three in every three open tech jobs. And so they really needed us to bring them tech talent and also reskill and upskill their current workforce for the future of work in tech and make uh, you know, train them to be software developers because their, their current jobs that they were in, they knew 10 years from then they wouldn't exist. And, and these are, incredible people. They're great for their culture. They didn't want to put them on the street. And so they're like, hey, let's pathway them into the future of where we're going, which was um, largely digital and tech. 
Wow, Ryan, I didn't realize Bethel Tech was so new, but it makes sense because our world is also changing so rapidly. One of the things that my friend Melissa, who had sat in your session, she talked about, and this is something that I'm interested in, we have kids that are similar age, is the future of, of the job market. And I just finished reading a book called Humans Need Not Apply by Jerry Kaplan. It's about the rise in artificial intelligence. It's a fantastic book. And Kim John Payne, who is an author of many books, talks about how by 2035, 75% of jobs will either be had by entrepreneurs or by people who have their hands in many pots you know they're doing all sorts of different jobs and even in the jerry kaplan book you know they talk about and in this kim john Payne, this rapid change you know where people used to stay in a job for 20 or 30 years and then all of a sudden it became 10 and all of a sudden it became five and now it's 18 months so this is something that's been on the forefront of my mind which is why i wanted to be in your session but melissa had told me that you talked a lot about character how skills are something that can be taught you know, the character uh, is something that, you know, we have to be instilling throughout childhood. So can you talk to us about that and about, you know, you're in this world, what's coming and how we how we should be preparing our children? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a fascinating. I, I've read a lot of articles um, talking about a similar thing to that book, but I, I'd love to um, read that book. Uh, you know, 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030, which is just eight years away, haven't been created yet. And two thirds of the jobs that have been created over the last 10 years have been in digital and in tech. So this is where the future of work is going. Every company to some extent considers itself a, a tech company, whether it's what you would think of immediately like a Facebook or an Apple, or if it's a Bank of America or a Chipotle, uh, they all have a, a strong need for tech talent and we're constantly creating new things. And I, in, so, you know, even just hearing the title of that book, while it might raise some concern about, hey, am I going to be replaced by a robot? Um, the beauty of the human mind and the ingenuity of the human spirit is that we constantly create. So we'll continue to create new things and other things will be automated. Um, and then we'll have to run those things that are automated. Uh, but I'm not concerned that we're like humans need not apply, even though I love that title. That's very cool. But the character piece is the other part of it that is front and center for all these companies. I meet with a lot of CIOs and CTOs and they'll tell me, Ryan, um, you know, what we want is a high skill, high character person coming into our environment. Uh, but if, if I was forced to choose, be someone who, who was an A plus in terms of tech skill, but was like a C in terms of character, um, or switch that around and they were an A in character, but maybe a C plus or B minus or something in hard skill, tech skill, I would choose the person with high character over the person with high um, you know, tech skill because I can teach them where they need to be in terms of the tech talent. I, it's really difficult for me to teach them character and we don't really have a lot of time for that. But companies are investing millions of dollars to improve their workplace culture in areas like trustworthiness, empathy, uh, brave communication, a healthy relationship and community. And that's why we partly why we built Bethel Tech is because in addition to the tech skills, we are intentionally focused on character skills. Um, those those character skills that you just mentioned, or I just mentioned, and what was cool about when we launched five years ago, we knew there would be churches and ministries that would be cheering us on. But you know, we're three, we're in Redding, California, 
Um, and we're about three and a half hours east of Silicon Valley. We started getting invited into Facebook and IBM and Microsoft and Google and Apple. And it wasn't even the tech skills that they were um, the reason why they were inviting us. It was the character building skills. Now, we do this based on the Bible. These are biblical principles, whether you agree or align with our faith or not. These are biblical principles. And it was something that these companies, even though they wouldn't align with our faith, they recognized us as one of the first coding schools that was um, intentionally focused on character building skills. So we had a seat at the table because of the character component, which is really cool. Yeah. It's so interesting because we, we launched our 1000 hours outside business um, just over two years ago with a small online shop. And so I kind of like what you said, you know, I was a math teacher and so, you know, our lives take these turns and twists and and it's one of the big things that comes up is is being flexible and adaptable because you don't necessarily know that long-term trajectory anymore. But in reading a lot of the business books I read, you see those threads of biblical principles in there for successful business. And so that's really interesting. And I like how you talk about, you know, you're working on communication, critical thinking, overall leadership skills, and that is setting you apart and helping set your graduates apart for what's to come. Yeah. Can I share a cool story about that? Yeah. So we constantly, we can consistently get hiring managers reach out to us after they've hired our graduates. And by the way, 80% of our graduates are getting jobs within uh, 90 days of graduation, which is phenomenal. And these are, you know, starting to pay $70,000. We're, we're getting students that are getting $100,000 jobs, $150,000 jobs out of the gate. We had a student that, this is really cool, um, you know, when we launched, our, our demographic was about, you know, around 25 to 30 years old, career pivoter, stuck in a job that they didn't really want to be in, and they couldn't go back to school for four years and learn a new in-demand uh, skill. So they go through our program nine months, and then they go and get a job. Well, when COVID hit and everybody was forced to stay at home and the university systems were shutting down all their in-person programs, uh, it was forcing recent high school graduates to take a gap year. And so we had, also we started seeing 18 and 19 year olds um, coming through our program. And in this gap year, they go through our program in nine months, which this was, even if they had no tech background, which most of our students don't have, most of our students are starting with zero background in tech or coding. And over for nine months, they become proficient in these areas. So these high schools, these recent high school graduates were learning code, and then they were getting these $70,000 jobs. They're like, man, I was going to spend four years and $200,000. And so they started coming through Bethel Tech. And we had one student in Alabama, he was taught, he went through our program, had no tech background before going through our program, goes through our program nine months, uh, you know, learn software development. And then three months later, gets a, like a $70,000 job like this. Really, and he's like, man, this is the exact outcome that I was planning on, uh, you know, what, what I was hoping for if I would have gone to university for four years and spent, hundred, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. same outcome. And and the beauty wow. of that too is our program transfers as college credits. So that, that individual can now take that as a starting point and then go back and get a computer science degree, which their company will help him pay for. Like this is the new paradigm. Like instead of, it used to be, you know, when I graduated high school in 98, you had to, you graduated, then you went to college and you got, now it's like A plus B plus C equals your degree. And you can actually learn these in-demand skills um, and get a job immediately applicable skills and then continue this lifelong learning continue to grow and then be promoted within your organization so Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool and then you know you asked about character we consistently get um hiring managers reach out to us after they hire our our students and say your 
candidates, your students are our best candidates. And there was one student when, when COVID hit, he and his wife lost their jobs. He's 22, 23 years old. And then they found out they were pregnant. It's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? He goes through our program, goes through our UIUX design program, and then gets a $70,000 job uh, like two months after uh, graduating. And then he also, as a side gig, is building websites, these beautiful websites, for, and he makes like $40,000. So he's making over 100K, where before he was making like 10 to 15 bucks an hour at his previous job that he had lost. And so, um, so anyways, but the cool thing is, is that hiring manager told him, you are the standard upon which we measure all of our future hires. Now, what's so cool about that, Jenny, is that he's, he's from the black community. He's black and 7% of the tech talent workforce is black. So um, you don't see as of right now, and there's a concerted effort to increase that, that percentage, mm-hmm. um, but you don't see that often. So for him to hear that, it was through the roof. Then he gets to share his testimony with his community. And they're like, you know what? I can do this. I see my, my brother doing this. And like he's being celebrated as the standard upon which we measure all of our future hires. I, that to me is one of my favorite testimonies of, of a Bethel Tech mm-hmm. grad. And we just continue to hear more things like that. Yeah, I'm sure you've got five years of stories and so many more to come. You used a phrase, career pivoter, Mm -hmm. which I thought was so fascinating because we're all going to have to be career pivoters. And so are our kids if 85% of the jobs in eight years haven't been created yet. So we need to be ready. I I read in that humans need not apply. This made me think of you and what what you're doing. They said, with respect to professional training, we're making two mistakes. The first is relying mainly on traditional schools to decide what they should teach students. Our accredited institutions are not known for their responsiveness to economic trends because the administrators developing the curriculum are not necessarily out in the field, keeping up to date on what novel skills will be most valuable to the economy. They couldn't do it if they wanted to. And then he said, the second mistake is this assumption that first you go to school and when you are done, you get a job. This made sense when jobs and skills changed on a generational time scale, but it does not in today's fast moving labor markets. Yeah, that's so good. It made me think of what you're doing at yeah. Bethel Tech on both fronts. Yeah. Is that you're out there, you're at the places that, that are hiring hiring the new talent or that are hiring career changers and you're seeing what's needed and you're able to help people to make that pivot. Well, I love that, Jenny. So one of my heroes in the corporate space, also named Jenny, spelled the same way as you. No way. It's so uncommon. Yeah. She's the former, Jenny Rometty is the former CEO of IBM. And about, I don't know, six or seven years ago, she coined the phrase new caller skills. So IBM is building out these new programs. They've got all the, they've got a need for an infusion of new tech talent, not just upskilling their current tech talent in the market. We need, we need um, an infusion of more talent in the tech space. And she said, you know, the future of work is in tech and it's all about, it's not about white collar skills or blue collar skills. It's about new collar skills. These are jobs 
jobs that that require immediately applicable skills that are being updated on a regular basis and it doesn't necessarily require a four-year or even a two-year degree so IBM actually was a pioneer as a fortune level tech company uh, that said hey you actually don't need a college degree to be hired here you just need these immediately applicable skills we can get you in and then we can pathway you and I really feel like that's the future of education aligning with the future of work 2013 Gallup ran this survey this is fascinating they surveyed a hundred executives, uh, hiring executives at some of the largest companies in the world, they said, how confident are you that you are receiving ready, ready to work graduates from the university systems? 11% of them said that they're confident that they're receiving ready to work graduates. Then Gallup surveyed 100 university presidents and they said, they asked, how confident are you that you are producing ready to work graduates from the workforce? 98% of them said, oh, we're confident. <laughs> so there's this massive gap, but I don't think it's, we, we can't continue to, to go our separate ways. It has to be the, the education institutions that are going to win in the future are the ones that listen to what the companies are saying and what they're needing in terms of talent and that they, um, they, iterate, uh, they update their entire education programs to meet the need of, of these companies. And that's, that's what Bethel Tech does. That's what the coding bootcamp industry has done overall over the last 10 years. Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot. And for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do. But I'm not going to run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for our family. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. Their products are vacuum-sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want. We had a somewhat last-minute get-together recently, and it was so incredibly convenient to just head to the freezer and pull out a couple bags of Good Chop's hamburger patties to whip up some burgers quickly. They were so delicious. Besides being delicious, it's important to know it won't cost you a fortune either. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74. Go to goodchop.com slash outside120 and use code outside120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code outside120 at goodchop.com slash outside120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash outside120 code outside 120. Eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So get started today and get after your goals. Some of the things we love about Factor are their two-minute meals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Our kids love the pancakes, smoothies, and more. And there's a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, including midday bites. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And remember, to sign up and save, we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to 
factormeals.com slash outside50 and use code outside50 to get 50% off. That's code outside50 at factormeals.com slash outside50 to get 50% off. Wow. That's fascinating. And one of the things that stuck out to me, well, and it ties in with what you're saying, but one of the things that stuck out to me from your website and looking at your information is that you don't need any background in it. And I think there's this big misnomer, and this is sort of what we talk about with the value of play, is that open-ended play gives children a chance to develop flexibility and adaptability and creativity and all the things that machines don't have, or at least don't have yet, Uh, but maybe they will have in the future. I'm not sure. But but this period of time to hone those skills, but then there's this misnomer that we're not setting them up for the future, right? Where, well, they're in a technological society, so they need to have these tech tools at very young ages. But what, what I'm seeing from what you're doing is that's not true, that students can enter in at age 18 with no previous experience. They haven't had to have spent their whole childhood on screens and still be in nine months. Yeah. 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 And I love what you guys are doing because that play is the impetus for creativity. And so what you'll see in the tech space is that what they're really hungry for is people who don't know just what to think, but how to think and to think creatively, you know, they, they, to, to find solutions or be the solution to these problems that they're encountering. So a lot of times when they do these tech hire assessments and they have um, a, a potential candidate whiteboard and equation, you know, but on algorithm, they're not even, they're not always concerned about if they get it right. They want to see how their mind think, how they're, how they're mm. working their mind to get to the conclusion. And it's really cool because everything is updating so quickly. It is so important that there's, you, people know that it's, it's how you think, it's how you think creatively, not just memorizing a bunch of stats, a bunch of numbers, you know, a bunch of equations. And that, and that is where the future of work is going. So it's actually a beautiful thing. And what you're doing, like you are endorsing play, which is what we endorse as well as a, as a church, like, Hey, let's, let's think creatively. And as a school as well, cause we're connected to a, a large church. Um, and then the other part of that too, is that you don't have to necessarily go through all of these different uh, steps to get there. Like, for example, and like, a lot of students, a lot of our students, when we first meet with them over the phone, they'll almost disqualify themselves because they don't, they don't feel like they fit the mold. You know, there, there's a study out there I saw recently that um, musicians make the best coders. You know, it's just like that creative thinking of seeing things differently. And um, you'll love this since you're, you, you're, you're a math teacher, but Galileo said that mathematics is the alphabet that God used to create the universe. And I feel like the language of coding, there's something to that. that's in the, you know, that we don't actually see there's some, you know, the transfer of this information to be able to do this stuff is so fascinating. It's so creative. It's looking at the stuff that going to the beach and looking at a, a rock or how the wind blows on the waves and, and asking why does that do that? That's so beautiful. And it, that is actually the starting point for creativity. And it's what the tech space is longing for. It's what humanity is longing for. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you're having people that are coming in who have already been in a career and are able to completely pivot. That's wild to me. I actually today was thinking about it in terms of myself, not that I intend to be a coder, but some of the programs I was looking through are really interesting, you know, web design and 
different, I think different things probably pique different people's interest. But to think about being able to do a career change, even maybe in middle age, you know, when this isn't what you grew up with, this isn't natural to you, but you're having people that are coming in and being able to change their careers, maybe because their field is dying. Yeah. And you're offering them an out. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And I know we're talking a lot about, I and mean, we've got this new high school program we're launching, and it's really just to get um, you know, high schoolers excited about this and get them some practical skills that whether or not they end up pursuing tech or they pursue sales or manufacturing, any, it's going to be one of the most valuable skills for the future of work to be able to, to talk to people in the tech space and, do, and, and, and collaborate together. But you know, I, I imagine there, there's some people that would be listening to this podcast that might be feeling like they're stuck. You know, maybe a parent feels like they're stuck and they're like, I don't have the time to go spend four years, even if it's online at a university, I would, I need something now. And this could be an, an incredible opportunity for them to career pivot. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, most, I'd say 99% of our students have, have no background in tech. So you don't disqualify yourself or your child because you, you feel like um, they don't have any background and that they're going to be behind the, the eight ball on this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. They're in the same position as every one of our students. And I would say everybody, there's so many millions of people uh, across the country right now who are having the same thought. And uh, it's a beautiful time actually to, to, to pivot if, if that's something that wow. you're interested in. It's such an emboldening thought that we don't have to prepare our six-year-olds, you know, because yeah. by the time they're 18, things yeah. will have changed so much anyway. And we don't have to be doing that when they're so young. We can still save yeah. that time for play. In that humans need not apply book, they were talking about automated driving vehicles and that it could be a plausible thing that down the road trucking, you know, the whole trucking industry becomes obsolete yeah. because if there's automated truckers, then, you know, it was talking about how they don't have to stop for rest stops and they don't doze off and they don't get distracted. Um, but then they said, you know, a truck driver who may or may not have completed high school, you know, may not have familiarity with computers and may not be well suited for many other jobs. So that's why I said I read this book and I thought so much about what you're doing, which is providing a solution yeah. for these changing times. and. Yeah. So, so can you tell us about, so tell us about what you offer. Let's start, let's start with the high school because that's new. So our oldest, we graduated the same year and our oldest are the same age. So that's fun. Graduated high school the same year. So our, our oldest is headed to high school this fall. And what a neat, it was a neat answer for us, Ryan. You know, you talk about that life is sort of this series of steps that you take and Mm -hmm. we're a homeschooling family as well. And so 10 years ago, you know, nine years ago, you don't know what's coming down the road and and you're a little shaky about it and you hope you're hoping it's going to work out and it does just the path unfolds beautifully I think and to have crossed paths with you at the HEAV conference and to be able to have had these conversations and this is a good next move for our oldest son he's excited about it but it's brand new so the timing is perfect for us can you tell us about high school yeah. program and why you started it and yeah and what's involved absolutely yeah we're really excited about it I, I do want to just say like to your point I love what you guys are doing that you're encouraging play like I would just to the parents let your kids play like that's how they create being connected you know we're faith-based school um, being connected with creation and the gift of creation and the creator it allows you to actually um, create it's a it's a great foundation to create more and that really is where that's that's you know we talk about 85 percent of the jobs in 2030 have yet to be created like you know, I feel like there are a lot of kids um, and a lot of parents whose kids are going to be the ones that are creating the line to follow. And that can only like, 
it's, you, that can only happen if you disrupt the status quo. Like Google has an innovations lab it's called Google X. It, they build radically t- uh, radical technologies to solve the world's hard, hardest problems. They talk about moonshot thinking and a characteristic of moonshot thinking is to disrupt the status quo. Like you can learn, you can fall in line. That's awesome. You know, we feel like Bethel Tech is just a starting point to get the immediately applicable skills, but we fully expect our students five, 10 years from now to be creating and they have been creating. It's really fascinating, but yeah. So I just, I just want to reiterate that because there's such a connect, but like, just let them be outside, let them play, get them off there. I know that sounds weird coming from a CEO of a tech school, but But what what you're saying. And I think the point is, is that we can wait. I have a friend, um, a good friend of mine who's homeschooled her children and she has eight kids and four of them have graduated already. And one of her sons sort of last minute did this pivot and he he, uh, fixes airplanes. He's an airplane technician and went through this program and just nailed it. It, And it was things that, you know, maybe had struggled with younger, but just gets in there and he nails it in the right, the right situation, the right time, the right motivation. He nails it. And and they said they, they only asked him one interview question, which was, did you play with Legos as a child? I love it. Yes. Oh, that's such a good question. Because that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Can you build and be creative? Yeah. This is the same story of the NASA engineer that I co-presented with at uh, at the uh, Virginia Homeschool Conference. He, you know, he had, he loved building planes. He loved building model planes and then, you know, remote control airplanes. And that is what stirred his curiosity. Now he's been 15 years at NASA. He's got a side project where he's got like 15 satellites in outer space. Try following that up in an intro at a session where he's talking about he has 15 satellites in outer space. <laughs> like, uh, run a tech school. Yeah. So it was, it was awesome. But, you know, we're excited about this high school program. When we announced Bethel Tech, we announced it at a leaders conference at Bethel Church in Redding, California, back in November 2017. We had our first cohort start January of 2018. Immediately, immediately, I had parents emailing me, hey, are, are you going to make this accessible to my high school kids? Or, you know, and it's like, we've always wanted to do that. We've just never felt the green light. And then because of what's happened over the last couple of years, it's just kind of come to us organically and we feel like, oh, the time is right. And so what we felt like we should do is basically provide a a really great foundation, a knowledge base of what coding is and to start thinking like a developer, uh, like um, foster a developer's mindset. So we, 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 we took our first two modules of our full stack software development program and we turned them into two courses. Each one is 16 weeks long. The first one is called Coding Structures. And it basically helps a person, um, a student, a high school student, uh, learn how to build and host websites from scratch. But it also gives them this developer mindset. How do you, you know, start thinking about how do you problem solve? You know, like, you know, we talk about Googling things like, you know, you find the answer. You know, that's going to set you apart. And then building on top of that, we have a program called Web Foundations. It's, it focuses on providing the industry leading tools um, on front end design. You, you build a portfolio of projects so that actually you, you could build websites if, if you just stopped there. You know, and what we hope is that this is going to be an incredible skill for high school students to go in 
to whether they go to university or they get a job, no matter what, they're going to need this knowledge base. But we feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, students that it's going to stir a passion inside of them to create using tech. And so for those students, they actually can um, can persist on into our software development program or our UI UX design program and not starting over, but actually starting with our third course because they've already taken the first two courses. Right. And then on top of that, we do have the character building component as well. So we that is that is our bread and butter. That is our key differentiator. So it is it is faith based. I do want to make sure that people understand mm-hmm. that it's Christian faith based. So we're going to teach them those things that we talked about, those high character components trustworthiness, empathy, communication, healthy relationship and community. And it's all based on biblical principles and values. So we we're, I'm, I'm just through the roof excited about this. I feel like yeah. there's a paradigm shift in education and this is part of it. And I think about Jenny, you know, you and I graduated in 98 and I, I went to a private Christian school and I remember by my senior year, like I had, I had gotten all of my, my, my requirements done. And I had like four study halls in my senior year. I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs. It's like, you know, you know, and that developed senioritis basically. It's like, man, if I had a Bethel tech program, I could have been learning to code. And then, so like juniors and seniors, as long as they've actually completed algebra two, they could actually go through our full program as a junior or senior. How cool is that to graduate high school and have this in high demand skill that leads to these high paying, high growth careers in tech. And you don't have to break the bank doing it. I think that that's, that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wish I had that when I was 17. What an, what an opportunity. And I like what you had said about, and it says on your website as well, that coding is now considered an essential skill set for a variety of industries. So this is something new. If we graduated in 98, now my brother actually uh, is is a coder and an extremely talented one at that. And he was doing, he was sort of ahead of the game. He was doing coding in middle school. My mom would take him to the local community college. He was so interested in yeah. it. And he'd take, he would take courses at a middle schooler as a middle schooler with, with college age kids in the summer. But, um, but I was not like him. I didn't take any coding. I wasn't and so either. you don't know what you don't know. If you yeah. graduate at this different time, it's hard to know well, how are the career paths changing and what should we be doing to prepare our children. And so this piece at coding can serve a child, um, not a child, but once they become an adult, it can serve them in many different career pathways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we see it. I mean, like if you have that as a skill uh, on your resume, uh, it's going to stick out because, you know, you companies need uh, employees that can cross the lines basically and be able to uh, um, to be able to speak to the tech team, to be able to understand this. And certainly if you're in a startup, <laughs> you know, every skill is used and, and that's a skill that would come in uh, very handy. So uh, yeah, I just don't see that going away. I see mm-hmm. you, know, you start, you're starting to see MBA programs at uh, really prestigious universities requiring um, a coding uh, course as part of their MBA. And I, I think yeah, this that is the be, change. Yeah. That'll be the future. I think mm-hmm. I'd say 15 years from now, every, uh, you know, almost every degree program outside of maybe medical or, you know, law or something. And, and who knows, um, maybe those two will require some element of learning to code. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Question, what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Read a few chapters of that book, start painting that guest bedroom, tackle that pile of laundry, play a card game with your kids. A lot of us spending our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, Time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. If you're feeling stuck, therapy is something that can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is a wonderful thing. It can help you learn positive coping skills or show you how to navigate properly setting boundaries. With BetterHelp, it's easy to get started. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try and visit BetterHelp.com slash 1000 hours to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash 1000 hours. I have been looking for simple ways to form healthy habits and get the nutrients my body needs when my immune system feels unsupported. And that's why I decided to give AG1 a try. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. And it makes me feel nourished and ready to face the day. As a parent, longevity is on my mind more than ever before. I want to make sure I'm taking really good care of myself so I can continue to show up for the moments that matter with my kids. Every day, AG1 helps me build long-term health with daily nutrients that support brain, gut, and immune health. All it takes is one scoop a day, and I'm setting myself up for the long run. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash 1000. That's drinkag1.com slash 1000. Check it out. Yeah, that's really interesting. And so then tell us about the 39 week program. So you're saying a junior or senior could do that in high school, Mm -hmm. as well as a gap year option, as well as an alternative to college option, as well as this career pivot option. Yeah, yeah. So we we, the full the full program, which we've had for almost five years now, uh, it's, it's 39 weeks, you know, basically nine months long. Uh, it's online, it's high touch, high support. So I think that's why in addition to our um, great um, job hire rates, we also, we are, we have about a 75 to 80% um, graduation rate um, for an online program. That's phenomenal for a ground program. That's pretty good too. Um, And uh, we really feel like it's because of the high touch, high support. So you've got, you've got a student success coach that's with you from enrollment through graduation. You've got um, a coding instructor. You've got a coding mentor that you meet with on a weekly basis. You have a pastor. Again, we, we have the faith-based component. And then you have a mentor on, under the faith-based component. You have a career services management team that's with you every step of the way, teaching you how wow. to reach out to hiring managers, build your portfolio. Wow. Um, oh my gosh, I think I'm, I'm probably missing one, but there, we have seven, six or seven touch points to make wow, sure it's that so comprehensive. Yeah. The student succeeds and, and, uh, it's, it's worked mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's not, you know, you hear some of these programs and they sound great and they have, you know, they have great objectives, but then it basically throw a virtual textbook at you. And mm-hmm. if you've never been in tech before, like that can be super overwhelming. And mm-hmm. uh, we usually see the light turn on for our students after 
uh, after like, I don't know, nine, six to nine weeks, um, in our, in our current program where they're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm banging my head against the wall. How do I think this is not how I'm used to thinking. And then just something switches and they break through that. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, like everything just seems to be coming more, more natural to them. So yeah, 39 week program online. Um, we have monthly starts, uh, so outside of December, uh, you know, for the holiday season. And, oh, that's uh, to, great. People yeah, can start almost any time of the year. Yeah, so t- so yeah. you said, you, you used some words that I'm vaguely familiar with. UX is user yeah. experience, right? Yeah. Uh, can you tell us about the components of the 39 week? Because there's yeah. cybersecurity. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Cybersecurity is one we just launched in January. It's our latest program. We started with full stack software development. So that's front end and back end software development and web applications. Uh, and then there are three particular. Will you, ala- will you elaborate? Can you just elaborate a little bit? Yeah, just everything. For the moms, uh, for the moms out yeah, there. Yeah, so, um, and I could probably get my director of instruction on here and she could share a little a little more in detail but you know just everything how you experience a, a web application that would be the front end of it how it looks I mean we have UI UX that's a, a specific component of that user interface user experience uh, but then the back end is uh, you know like uh, user authentication database configuration all the, the the stuff behind the scenes that um, that make it secure uh, and then uh, yeah so you're not you you mean you, you could learn back end and get a job. You could learn front end and get a job. We actually mm. combine the both that makes our um, our graduates even more marketable in the in the marketplace. And then UI UX, like you said, it's it's a little bit more of a creative. Like it's like how you know, how you like how you experience an app, uh, you know, a website or a mobile app. Like you know, what's the the font the um, uh, the colors like the colors emit some type of you know they uh, they 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 you know, they, they elicit emotion and, and different things like that, where it's like, okay, we have a lot of like artists that like to go through our UI UX program. Mm -hmm. Um, Data science is, uh, you know, it's all the basically compiling all the copious amounts of data that all of our applications are receiving. It's become one of the most important um, sources of business intelligence um, for uh, forecasting and projecting for companies. So you'd be able, you're able to, to, uh, to pull the bad data from the good data, clean it up and then make, uh, you know, recommendations on and insights into the future of the business based on what the data is telling you. And then cybersecurity is basically protecting all of these, uh, all the, the um, secure information, the sensitive information from these web applications, which has become such an important part. You know, we saw the the coastal pipeline breach, I think a couple of years ago on the East coast that completely shut down like gas stations because of the, you know, the fact that these hackers had gotten into, into um, the system and didn't know what they're going to do with it. So, and that is exploding. I mean, we're seeing huge salaries being offered to, to cybersecurity grads. So, so yeah, those are the four uh, right so now. So you offer, so there's four separate nine-month yeah. programs. It's UI, uh-huh. UX. Mm-hmm. It's, do people have a hard time choosing full-stack development? Yeah, we try to figure out what's good for them. And, you know, we do have a program called Coder for Life, so they can come back and get the, uh, it's not as, it's more of kind of like a um, like a Coursera model where it'd be massive open online course where you can come back and get the content from the other programs um, for, huh. for free. So you wow. can start full-stack, learn, and then let's say your employer is like, 
hey, we'd really like you to learn data analytics. Well, hey, come back to no way have that and see if that's something that you can actually, it's more self-directed, um, mm-hmm. but it's accessible. It's kind of like a library that's accessible to you. And um, if you've yeah. done, if you've yeah. done the nine months, you, you're in that world and you understand the language, yeah. it's easier to pick it up. That's yeah. so fascinating. And it's fascinating that you earn, you can earn up to 27 college credits. Yeah, it's, that's we're one of the few, and that really speaks to my background in online higher education, fifteen years, and and figuring all that stuff out. And then our chief academic officer, she has even more um, experience in, in higher ed than I do. And so we partnered with different um, Christian universities, regionally accredited universities, um, to um, articulate our program into their degree programs. So twenty-seven mm-hmm. college credits at William Jessup University, which is based in Sacramento, California, um, but. They they have an online program as well, or Roberts University's done it. There's a few others. And okay. the beauty of that is that if one regionally accredited university's done it, then oftentimes other universities will use that as their precedent to, um, to transfer those into their program as well. They call it um, prior learning um, credit or experiential learning. And, uh, and so, yeah, so it, oftentimes you'll see universities use that as a precedent. So mm-hmm. that saves time and money. And I I love to share like the, the perfect yeah. journey is a student going through our program, you know, and then they get a $70,000 job, let's say at Verizon, and mm-hmm. then they're going through their program and their character is great. They're, they're a high potential employee. Their employer mm-hmm. wants to, um, you know, they want to progress them in their career. They want them to go get a bachelor's degree so they can get into a leadership role. Well, Verizon actually pays $8,500 up front to all their employees to go back to school. So now you get to wow. leverage that. After wow. you've already done our program, you're making good money and you have 27 college credits by your name. So it's going to save you time as well. So I really feel like those types of it's, it's unbundling the degree, the credential, mm-hmm. so to speak, and creating micro credentials. And the same way that, you know, when, when you and I were teenagers, Jenny, we if we liked a, a song, we'd go and buy a, a CD, you know, uh, and now you can basically aggregate an entire CD on your own based on Spotify or whatever, and just build that list. You don't have to go buy an entire CD that's 10 songs and maybe you like two or three of those songs. Right. So kind of the same right. way with, with education. Yeah. It's such a different way to look at things. Such a breath of fresh air approach. One that makes so much sense, especially in considering college costs and and things like that. And just that our world is rapidly evolving. And so you are at the forefront of that. Can you tell people where they can find you? Yeah. If they want more information, what's the best route to go? Yeah. So we're really excited to connect with you, uh, Jenny. And so we're actually offering um, a discount to all of your audience. So for the high school program, um, the, um, the high school elective program, that's the two courses that are 16 weeks long each. Um, and then the and then the character building component as well. Uh, we're offering fifty dollars um, discount per course, and each course costs seven hundred dollars. Um, so that would be a hundred dollar value for the two courses. And then we're mm-hmm. offering for those individuals, whether it's parents or juniors or seniors who want to go through our main program, we're offering a thousand dollar tuition reduction to all of your listeners, to their families, their friends, their their sphere of uh, community and connection. 
and they can go to bethletech.net slash high school and learn more. It's bethletech.net slash high school. And um, there's an I'm interested button. If you, you know, look at the information, you can see a testimony from a recent high school graduate um, that, that ended up going through our program. He's 19 years old. He's making 70K now. Um, yeah. and, uh, and then if you want more information, you can fill out the request form and talk to one of our um, admissions counselors and kind of walk through that process. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're super excited to be able to offer that yeah. to your audience. And, yes. and really, Jenny, just excited to connect with you guys because what your message is actually our message. It might, it might take on different looks, but it's all the same. Get outside, create play like work should be play that's when you found your passion is when you can tie your work to your play like what's the saying you'll never work a day in your life if you Mm -hmm. if you if you get to play at work or you know Mm -hmm. so that's what we hope to uncover but at the very least it's in and it's in incredible elective for all high school students to learn and it will serve them well as they're as they're growing and they're going into whatever career they pursue. Yeah. And I think it's neat to be on the ground level of something. And so if people are listening, time here is a little of the essence. I know you said for the full 39 week program that you have programs that start once a month, every month but December, but this high school program is kicking off here in September. September 12th. Yeah. September 12th. Yes, it's a Tuesday, Thursday. And and so I I love being on the ground level of things. I think that's always exciting. And, um, you know, and then you get to see where it goes. Do do you have tell us about tell us about down the road? Yeah. Okay. That's good. So yeah, I'm so glad you've got all the details. I'm just over here talking about we're going to the future of the world and, and, uh, and you are too though, but you, you were able to provide the right information. So yeah, September 12th is the start Tuesday and Thursday each. uh, It's an hour and a half on Tuesday, hour and a half on Thursday. Um, Mm -hmm. The first hour will be with your instructor and then it'll be a 30 minute lab with the mentor on Thursday. It's actually the faith, the faith-based side of it. So, um, and then I would say probably, probably commit to about three to four hours of homework time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're talking about seven hours a week on a program like this uh, down the road. I mean, we've got other programs that we're looking to launch. Um, Python is one, which is part of data, data science, but it's one that we want to make as a specific language concentration. Um, yeah. There, there are other things. I mean, if we're, thinking really big and innovative we've gotten on this path of quantum computing which is in its you know it's just in, a, wow. in a, um, its early phase but i fully be, believe as a futurist that you know 25 years from now we won't have coding schools we'll have quantum computing schools so we're meeting with some of the leading quantum computing uh, specialists in the world to build out some curriculum um, don't hold me to that it's all just in, a, in its very early stage but that's what we're dreaming about mm-hmm. Wow. three or four steps ahead. Yeah. What I love, Ryan, is that you're you're doing what what's going to be expected of up and coming workforce is that you're thinking ahead. You're trying to think a couple steps steps ahead. And so just by rubbing shoulders with you and what you're doing, it's opened my eyes to what's out there, to what's coming, to how possibly we should be thinking differently about preparing our children to alternative yeah. educational paths to other things that may work. And so that's one thing I'm excited about following along, following along on social media is I'm, I'm able to see things that I wouldn't know about as, as, you know, as a stay at home mom or, you know, as, as an old mom, (laughs) middle-aged mom, that it's not a world that aside from that odd book I read, you know, that was really interesting and kind of scary. But aside from that, then this is not a world that I'm a part of. And so your program is one people, you know, it's good to buddy up against because you're, um, you're out there taking those steps and and being in those spaces that other people may not be able to be in yeah 
I love it. Well, thank you so much. Play and create. That is, that is the whole mission and uh, just love what you guys are doing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ryan. I so appreciate you coming on and taking this time with us. Thank you for such an awesome program and for being out in the community, being at these different events so that people can find you. And we are really excited to join in this year, just starting here in a month, less than a month by the time this podcast goes, it'll just be a few weeks and, and we'll be sharing our journey and excited to see what's to come. Yeah. Thank you so much. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask-Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.